InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitty. Whether you're bargaining with a realtor, a stockbroker, an auto salesman, no matter what you're buying, did you know that just about everything is negotiable? Well, if you're just paying the list price, you may be paying too much. According to America's negotiation coach, Bobby Kovic. Bobby, welcome to InfoTrack. Thanks, Chris. Now, you've written a book called Everything's Negotiable, and it's really how to bargain better and get what you want. Now, if I'm a consumer and I want to hire someone to help me perhaps sell a house or take care of my yard or deal with my stocks or whatever I might have investments, can you give us some quick tips in terms of, you know, what can I do to, to get a better deal? One of the greatest powers that people have in negotiations is called the power of competition. And that's sort of like shop around and get the best price that you can and then go back wherever you want to the person you like best and ask them if they can beat that price. So I should let them know that I'm shopping around and that there are other choices out there. Absolutely. Don't be shy. You have in here some particular tips. For example, how can I negotiate with a doctor? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Negotiate with a tardy doctor. And the benefit to you is, number one, they won't keep you waiting anymore. Number two, you'll probably get your bill knocked down. Here's how you do it. You go in, you figure out how late the doctor was, and you multiply that by, let's say it's 15 minutes, okay? You multiply that by however much you make per hour. Let's say you make $20 an hour. He kept you waiting a quarter of an hour. 25% of 20 is 5 bucks. You deduct that off the bill. And you just assume that. In other words, you just pay him that way and yep. say, this is the deal. That's okay. exactly right. I call it taking the assumptive approach. And the neat thing about that is that it is actually a bilateral contract between you and the doctor. You agree to meet at a certain time. He agrees to render services. You agree to pay money. He breached the contract by not being there on time. Now, I think this is a kind of an interesting story. You say that the manager of the Beatles, Brian Epstein, made a critical error in negotiating the deal for the movie Hard Day's Night that cost them a lot of money, cost oh, the yeah. Beatles a lot of money. What was the story there? The producers of the movie agreed that it would be fair to offer Epstein and the Beatles 25% of the picture. And they put to him the fee they thought would be fair as far as a salary, and that was 25000 He agreed to that. They then asked him what he would consider to be a fair percentage of the picture. Now listen to this. Brian Epstein thought for a minute, and he said, I couldn't accept anything less than, here's the figure, 7.5%. They were prepared to give him 25%. The correct response from Brian Epstein should have been, I don't know what a fair percentage would be. What do you think it would be? So always make the other party throw the figure out before you then. Absolutely, Chris. The first one who mentions a number loses. Can you imagine how much that differential of 17.5% of Hard Day's Night has been worth over these years? Yeah. Huh. Millions and millions. Of oh, millions. yeah. Now, if you're a woman negotiating with a man, for example, perhaps at a typical car dealership, a woman goes in to buy a car and the, and the salesman is a man, does that put you at a disadvantage being a woman? Interestingly not. As a matter of fact, it's the advantage that females have over males in any negotiation just naturally. That's a surprise to most people. But you see, like, when you and I were little boys, we got what we wanted by yelling and screaming and scratching and kicking and beating people up. Little girls got what they wanted by learning the nuances of language. 
and also learning the nuances of body language. They bring that into adulthood, and by nature, they are superior negotiations to males because they've developed those skills. Now, in the course of a lifetime, if I'm a great negotiator, how much could I save? I mean, do you have any idea how much in a lifetime of being a great negotiator you could save or perhaps earn? Millions. Let me give you a quick example, if I could, how much your negotiation skills could be worth in a minute. Here's a real quick example. I call a dealership because I need parts and labor quote on my car repair. They tell me it's 178 bucks for labor, 400 for the part. This is a true story, by the way. I say, what's the maximum discount you can give me on the part? The guy says, the best I can do is 15%. Now listen to the math here, Chris. You're probably good at this. $400 for the part, 15% discount, 60 bucks I saved, right? Mm -hmm. That conversation literally took me less than one minute. There's 60 minutes in an hour. You multiply that out, 60 times 60, that means my negotiation skills in that instance were worth 3600 bucks prorated out for an hour. Wow, so over the course of a lifetime, it would be millions. That, that oh, that it rate. would be millions. I know I've saved millions over a lifetime. My theory is a person can never earn as much by working as they can make by saving money if they're a good negotiator. We're talking with Bobby Kovic, who is author of Everything's Negotiable, and he is a professional negotiator. Now, you say it's a good idea to practice on the small stuff. What does that mean? Well, I'll give you an example. My assistant's daughter worked for me for a while, and we taught her to always negotiate for everything. Now, here's some real small stuff for you, small change, but I'm going to illustrate my point by the percentage. She goes to the shoe repair shop with my sandals. They needed repair. She says to the guy, how much? He says, 12 bucks. Now, she did what we taught her to do, which is called a flinch. She goes, 12 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then she did what's most crucial in any negotiation the most two important words are shut up she just stood there after she flinched quiet now listen to what the guy says he goes okay three dollars wow now you figure the math on that so that's 400 percent more he would have wanted i would have paid had she not done what i asked her to do now that's small stuff we're talking nine bucks here right yeah, but, but, you know, in another negotiation, it could be a lot more. That's exactly my point. So the whole key is practice where you don't have much to lose. Get your skills down. Get your comfort level up. Then when you've got something big on the table, you'll already be comfortable going through the exercise. So actually not talking is a very powerful thing to do in a negotiation. I agree with you 100%. But listening, we have two ears and one mouth. The whole key is listen, don't talk. And if you do talk, ask questions. Don't give information. What would be another major key to negotiation that you would, if you could just tell people one more thing, what would it be? Play what I call the reluctant buyer. And that is when you walk in to buy something, like let's say, for example, it's going to be a new car, and you're going to bring your wife with you. Well, you want to tell her in advance, don't jump up and down and get real excited about, honey, honey, I love this. This is the one we've got to have. Whatever it takes, we've got to have this car. No, 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 no. It's got to be the, you know, we're not even really shopping around. We're just kind of killing some time here. What's on the lot today? 
you're the reluctant buyer. Well, the book is Everything's Negotiable, Learn to Negotiate Like a Pro. Bobby Kovic is the author. And what was your website again? My website, Chris, is Bobby Kovic, C-O-V-I-C dot com. And there are free chapters of the book posted to the website. And, of course, it's available through Amazon, too. Bobby, thanks for joining us today on InfoTrack. It's been totally my pleasure, Chris. It was a lot of fun. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at TalkZone.com.